Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach. In this episode, I want to talk about a notion that Kim Scott termed as radical candor. And she writes about it in her book, aptly named Radical Candor. She also has actually a podcast called Radical Candor. But, you know, before I kind of really deep dive into radical candor and what that fully means, let's kind of take a step back, right? Ever kind of consider like, that you that the bosses that you've ever had are kind of assholes or that you have to you know the notion that you have to be an asshole in order to be successful well um that the the reason why that's happened throughout is because like yeah it has worked right um that's a form it, it is a way to achieve success and get shit done essentially but what what kim's argument is it's not necessarily the best way, right? There's actually a more elevated way to go about that. But before, again, before we get to radical candor, because that's the term that ultimately we're trying to achieve, let's kind of break down the various things. So, you know, she, she has a very simple diagram where, you know, there's four quadrants and, you know, there's, there's being, being, kind of silent on one spectrum, we'll, we'll say the, the West spectrum, and then there's being direct on the East spectrum, right? So that's, that's the horizontal line. The vertical line, we'll call it the North to South line, goes, um, you know, at the top, the North is caring, and on the bottom, the South is being an asshole, right? And so what happens is, um, you know, oftentimes, like, and I, I've kind of fallen into this category before, uh, the term she has is ruinous empathy. So it's where, you know, you care a lot about somebody, you know, and this is like the, uh, the top left uh, quadrant um, where you have like silence and care, where you care about somebody and therefore you don't want to hurt their feelings so you're not direct with them. Um, but the reason why it's called ruinous empathy is because it... It comes at a cost to you and to them. It, you know, at the end of the day, it creates mistrust. They don't get the benefit of of the notes that essentially that they might need or whatever else, right? You're not being honest with them because you don't want to hurt their feelings. But that's not good for them, and it's not good for you. Uh, the sort of the asshole version of that is being manipulative, right? So um, she terms that uh, manipulative insecurity. And that too creates mistrust and there's no change. You're just kind of, uh, you know, rather than being direct, you're being an asshole about it by kind of going uh, behind the person's back and so so forth, right? Um, Pretending to care, but not really. Um, And it's it's just not good, right? So for the most part, don't do those. Like just, just forget I even kind of said those, right? But now let's talk about the obnoxious aggressor. That's the boss hole ass. Or that's the asshole boss. <laughs> Sorry, that was a uh, um, dyslexia there. I don't know. <laughs> Call it what you want. But anyway, the, the obnoxious aggressor, the, the asshole boss. And it worked, right? That's someone that is very direct, but they have no empathy. So that's the bottom right quadrant. And while it achieves results, like it's good that they're uh, that that they're very direct because you know you can't misinterpret what they want. 
in, in the long run, it's not good because, you know, it, it, it brings down team morale. And certainly, like, Simon Sinek has talked about, like, this, the idea that we need better leaders and so forth, um, you know, in his book, like, Leaders Eat Last and so forth. But, and that's where, like, the idea of radical candor t- to me really comes in. It's being direct with somebody, like, not tippy-toeing around, like, what needs to be said, but doing it from a place of empathy, right? Bob Iger, to me, is, a, you know, who, who was the former, he's now the former CEO of the Walt Disney Company, he still kind of is um, because of Corona, but, you know, he did step down. Um, he's someone that really exemplifies radical candor. He's someone who's very direct, but also empathetic. Now, Simon Sinek has a great kind of example of this. You know, if, if there's a boss and you have a sales team, <clears throat> excuse me, and, you know, someone's not been performing, uh, you know, for a quarter, most bosses would be like, uh, you know, would go to the person. This is the obnoxious aggressor. They would go to that person and be like, you're not performing. Get it together or you're going to be fired. Right? That's, that's not, that's not going to help a person ultimately perform better. That's just going to strike fear into them. Whereas someone with radical candor goes up like, hey, I've noticed your, your sales are really down this quarter. Like, what's going on? Is everything good at home and whatever else? Because all those things, you know, like if, if, if the home life isn't good, for example, that is a big factor in why that they might not be performing. So taking the time to actually, you know, understand like what is going on and showing empathy for the person will actually achieve that result. Like, you know, that boss isn't tipping, toeing around the idea that this person's performance has been dipping, but they want to know why, Right. Rather than just like this, this threat of like, you know, fix it or you're out. And, you know, at the end of the day, like it might seem like it's a little bit longer to have that discussion versus like, you've been failing, get it together or you're out. Um, in the long term, you know, I mean, think about it this way. That, it might, that might seem shorter, but like finding someone else that is good, um, that's certainly a task in and of itself that's going to take time. Um, and ultimately like that, that sort of mistrust, if you will, and and that obnoxiousness will trickle down into the culture. And then people are going to want to really ultimately work. Whereas if they know that they're being cared for, man, that's a game changer. So, you know, I would, and, and by the way, the nice part about radical candor is you can exercise this regardless of if you're a boss or not, like you can exercise radical candor with your friends you can exercise it with your family members, your coworkers, your bosses, and things like that. You know, too often uh, people have been in a position where they don't want to be critical of their bosses. But I think if you do it with actual, you know, radical candor, you can they 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 you will actually earn respect. Um, that to me is the really cool thing. Anyway, if uh, you have any questions about this, by all means ask. If you have any thoughts of your own to add to it please do so. I welcome it. I would highly encourage you to pick up or at least listen to Kim Scott's podcast, Radical Candor. Um, it, it, it really is a wonderful book and can help you communicate far more effectively. And I think if, if we all just did a better job at communicating things, uh, I think the world would certainly be a lot better off. Um, it, feel free to share this with somebody who you think might, be, might benefit from it. I certainly would appreciate that. And if you enjoy what, what I do, but you haven't yet subscribed, by all means, follow, subscribe. Um, That way, 
you can get the benefit of all the various lessons that I put out. You can see them right when I put them out, which is daily. Um, and uh, yeah, my social media is at Phil Anyway, I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you for joining me, and I hope to see you next time.